Hi, I'm David. I'm the Dungeon Master. Hi, I'm Paul. Sherlock Gnomes. This is Rob. Playing Talon. This is Sean, who plays Thaddeus. And this is Josiah as Ezir Dohillen. I want to thank everyone for listening and the great feedback and comments that we're getting. We really appreciate it. We've come a really long way since the first episode. For example, we no longer eat chips while playing. We now eat vegan marshmallows. Thanks, Paul. And we've invested in some new equipment and software, so hopefully you've noticed a boost in the quality. We're having a lot of fun making the show for you all, and if you're getting some value out of the show, we ask that you think about giving a little value back. One way you can do that is by going to our new Patreon at patreon.com slash roll to hit. We're trying this out as an experiment and we appreciate whatever you can afford to give. If you'd rather have something you can touch and smell in exchange for your support, check out our store at shop.spreadshirt.com slash the commentist. You can get a t-shirt or a coffee mug with our newly designed podcast logo on it. And of course, if you can't afford to part with even a single copper piece, we totally understand. Everyone can help out by rating us on iTunes or sharing the podcast with their friends and network. Thanks for your consideration. And now the show. Roll the hit. And Jane whips out a match, cracks on her fingers, and dives back into the connecting platform. Wait a minute. I don't have any. Yes. Sherlock, and you are currently unarmed. I will give Thaddeus my staff. Yes. <laughs> As Jane jumps back into your car, a clunking explosion from the connecting passageway is heard. You all momentarily lose your footing from the sudden increase in velocity. Bertio stands up. His eyes glow gold as two stubby horns drill out of his forehead. Before you now stands a fully-fledged incubus. My god. Jane Ellen's features begin to implode. Hidden behind her back have been her growing wings, which shoot out and unfurl. You now have an incubus and succubus on your train. The incubus lets out a chaotically frustrating shriek and vanishes from the train. The unexplored door leading to the front of the train smashes out from its hinges. The incubus's lowered shoulder protected by its wing on the other side. Inside are four tiny metal golems, each cranking a circular lever around. The Marquise's eyes pop open and roll back into his head. A grotesque snap is heard as Gaunt splits open at the skull when he hits the ground. The front of the train begins to veer off to the right while you continue on straight. The land you've been driving on is running out. Race for impact! The five of you enjoy a fleeting calmness as you share a momentary weightlessness. <laughs> Before crashing on the slope of the hill, the cart rotates once on its side as an unprepared Azir, Sherlock, and Thaddeus are knocked prone. Talon does stand tall, still ready to go. Does it look like did the thing flip and Talon just ran around the cart? <laughs> That, wait, all the other carts are still connected? No, no apparently. She, she, she blew the cart. <laughs> when she blew up the cart, she blew up everything but the first two carts, which had... That's why we started speeding forward. Yeah, the oh. pilot and the first cart. Now the pilot's gone. You are just in this cart careening down a Got hill it. at this point. Got it. Let's see what happens. The cart spins. Oh my god. The, the cart spins a crazy way and spins uh, on its, uh, on its <laughs> side here. So it, it is now, it tilts left, sort of. It goes up on its back. 
Vertical. Yes, it's vertical with the wall on the ground. So everyone is now smushed up against the wall, except for Sherlock, who is inside the closet. So everyone is no, now- weapons falling on him. <laughs> everyone's prone and on top of each other at the bottom of the cart, besides Sherlock, yeah. who's uh, just basically, he's now north dead. He's now above everyone else. During the momentary weightlessness, the fairy fire disappears off the succubus. So you guys now are all on top of each other. Succubus isn't dead? No. Succubus is not dead yet, oh, yeah, but the fairy fire see. disappears. So it's now it's Azir's turn, to. but Azir can't do anything, right? Uh, uh, that sounds correct. All right, the succubus is going to struggle and thrash trying to hit all of you. Oh, an attack that hits you is critical if he's within five feet of you, which they are. However, this person's also prone, which means they have disadvantage on attack rolls. So it cancels out. But it's still a critical hit though, right? If it hits. Yeah. After the disadvantage. Oh my god. Oh my god. It was a 20 against Thaddeus. Oh god. What's your AC, Azir? 18. Alright, the clawing attack to Azir does nothing. The clawing attack to Thaddeus is very effective. As it does 7 damage. Talon, is your AC above 23? <laughs> yes. <laughs> 7 damage to Talon as well. Talon's got 16. Thaddeus should have... I have 16, because I took one damage a while back for the bludgeoning. Oh, okay. That thing. Uh, it is now Grotto's turn. HP, brothers. <laughs> Grotto is going to see Azir, and he's going to lie on top of Azir. Well, trying to, at least. He's struggling, because you're all on top of each other. <laughs> it is now Talon's turn, but not before. Oh, my God. Another seven? All right. The cart tips the same direction it did last time, to the left. So now everyone is upside down <laughs> at this point, uh, including Sherlock, oh, who is now, who falls on the roof of the tiny closet. So he's not going to be able to get out unless, well, he, he can climb out of it, I guess. I do so have a second story. Yes. So everyone is now upside down. You guys are all smushed together, though, still. So Talon, you're all still prone. So can I use the assassin's blade and just stab the succubus? Yep. Am I close enough to do that? Yes. Uh, so disadvantage. But you have no, advantage because yeah, it's all, yeah. cancels out. <clears throat> 16. That's a hit. Nice. Roll to hit. Three damage. And then save. Makes it. Six more poison damage. You blindly stab at the body on top of you or to the left of you. It's impossible to tell. You guys are just all tumbling. <laughs> and with one final stab and twist, you feel as if the succubus's lifeless body collapses on top of you. Huzzah! <laughs> oh. You guys are still, though, flying out of control. <laughs> As the train launches airborne, you guys are all in the middle of the air. <laughs> Running acrobatics check. I just failed. Yeah. Alright. 13. 14 for Talon. Thaddeus rolls a 14. All of you manage to uh, not lose your balance and you land on your feet as the train crashes back down again. And it's gonna spin again. For the rest God. of eternity. <laughs> as it spins to the right and you all fall back on top of each other again. Basically, it's just gonna tip for a while. <laughs> <laughs> So, Whoa, all this for the, flipping. For the purpose of the show, <laughs> David has this cube that he's just rotating. Airborne again, ever roll an acrobatics check. Yes. Uh, 20. 12. 9. Thaddeus falls out of the train. Ooh. Oh, God. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? And as he's screaming and falling out of the train, you notice, wait a minute, Azir's not here either. Azir must have fallen out of the train as well, but <laughs> no one can tell. <laughs> We get bonus XP for making it train to the bottom. <laughs> this is a quick time event. Okay, uh, Sherlock is now back on his feet. So is it just me and Grotto now in the in the car? In the succubus. Yeah. Can I keep stabbing it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you want to. Yeah. All right. It's so fine. Yeah, sure. your talent is gonna be stabbing this thing, going die, die. die. Dead. Yeah. All right. Airborne again. 
Yeah. 22. 19. All right. You're not getting all out of this goddamn train. <laughs> all right. All, I mean, as far as both of you know, you both fell out of the car because you can't see each other. Because one of you is in the little closet. One of you is in... Can I try to make my way to the closet somehow? Or is it just to... You're going to have to make some crazy acrobatics checks, yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. While the car is flipping, you're making your way. So I'll make... Uh, yeah, do an acrobatics check now. It's going to be like Inception where they're like running when the yeah. walls are... Yeah. Twist, the hallway's twisting. 12. Uh, no. You're scrambling nowhere as the car continues to fly in random directions. Sherlock falls out of the tiny closet. As the walls spin upwards again, the weapons, all the weapons inside of the closet begin to spill out into the ground. Talent, make a dexterity saving throw. Oh my god. <laughs> 17. Alright, now do it 50 more times and succeed <laughs> all of them. As the weapons crash down on Talent, he's swimming in weapons at this point. <laughs> Can I stuff some in my bunk pants? <laughs> As he's smashed in weapons as this chaotic train is tumbling down a hill. Sherlock gnomes say something catty because he's now fallen out of the goddamn closet as well. Both of you are just tumbling towards the ground. Grotto's long since gone, as you now realize, as the train just reaches vertical again, <coughs> but with the base towards the ground. As it hits, um, as it reaches vertical again, <coughs> but with the base towards the ground, continues to tumble out. You all finally fall out. Both of you fall out of the car. A slew of weapons, just this trail of them lining it <laughs> as the cart kind of just disappears down the hill. Still just David just threw the uh, model train out, out of the room. So, Grotto was somewhere, if you care about him. Thaddeus fell out at some point. Azir fell out at some point. Azir's unconscious body just flopped. But he was loose, so he was fine. Yeah. Don't you know that thing? Yeah. Just what, roll what, is hmm? what, what is this? If you fall out of a train, you're supposed to just go limp? Yeah, go limp, man. Wait, is that an actual thing? Because if I fall out of a train, I'm going to go limp. Yeah, if you... It's fine. <laughs> Are you planning on falling out of a train anytime soon? So before we forget, though, let's find out how many weapons did hit Talon by rolling a d20 at this moment. Oh a d50? 18 oh of them God. did! Oh, Talon, you get knocked out! <laughs> <laughs> Which means the first thing Sherlock's gonna have to do is try to save your life as you're lying there on the ground. Oh. 18 weapons? 18 lying there 18. with just, like, yeah, javelins and daggers and, like, I maces on. Yeah. Alright, no one get too comfy. As the carriage spins and flips down the barren, dusty, cracked hill, Sherlock and Talon are the last ones to be thrown from it. The twisted wreck of a carriage leaving behind a breadcrumb of debris and stolen goods of all sorts comes to a crashing stop at the bottom of the decline, erupting in a plume of smoke and dirt particles. Wheeze of the squeaking turning wheels, the final life of the Faerun regional car. Gentlemen, you are all dizzy, dehydrated, disoriented, and dying. We're going to start this adventure with everyone on their own deciding how to handle the first minute of being thrown from the train. We are now in simultaneous action rounds. Each of you are in a unique spot and a unique state, so we'll do it individually. I'm going to ask you what you wish to do for each of the ten rounds that make up a minute. Then I'll bring you guys all back and describe how this one minute plays out. I don't want any of you guys conspiring. So basically, everyone but Sherlock, get the fuck out. <laughs> all right. Um, am I conscious right now? Yeah, I'm, I'll, I'll read you in. Okay. So Sherlock... Your small frame makes it an easy tuck and roll as you fall out of the car. Doing a simple somersault, you're firmly planted in time to get a great view of the carriage's final carnage. Mm, nice. Littered on the ground is a slew of adventuring gear, weapons, consumables, wearables, and other trinkets, personal treasures. It's randomly scattered amongst the debris or half-buried in the ground, but you could certainly poke around. 
or if you want to scan for a particular type of item, uh, you can do that as well. All of this treasure trail leads up to the now immobile but remarkably upright train car. You can imagine there is a cache of items inside the car as well. You let out an impressed whistle at the destructive site below you <laughs> and turn to town to get his take, only to see a sprawled out bloody body with a handful of weapons stuck inside. So, Sherlock, what would you like to do in your first minute? <laughs> well, that's probably not town, right? So, I'm, I'm just, no. Um, how far away is the, the bloody hand and how far away is the, the car? Bloody Talon is right beside you. The train car is uh, 50 feet downhill. Okay. Um, I'm naked, correct? Yes. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Except for the berry that I tucked into an undisclosed location. <laughs> I'm going to, I guess, use the, what is it, aid? So, remember that you don't know if it's going to pass the first time or not. So here's, oh, where, so here's where things get interesting. <clears throat> you need to figure out how to spend ten action rounds to maximize all you okay. want to do. Okay. Is the cart... You said it's standing straight. Yeah, it came to a complete stop and ended up being upright. You said that I would think that there's more stuff inside. Yeah, more accessible as well, because mm-hmm. there's debris outside and some of the stuff's embedded into the ground. Okay. I'm going to start by... What if he gets stable on the first round and I've already said I know, then you're going to be you're, you're going to waste stabilization when you could be doing something else. Okay. All right. <clears throat> then I'm going to do 3 3 stabilization okay. rounds. Use my fourth turn to run double. Yep, dash to 50. That's your run speed. And then I'm going to start looking for um do you need the specifics or can i just say you can say so obviously looking for a specific thing is going to be tougher you can either just poke around and take cool treasure or you can only have eyes out for a certain thing obviously the latter will be more difficult okay i'm going to spend two rounds looking for my magnifying okay three rounds looking for the crossbows just a hand crossbow right it doesn't it doesn't need to be yours correct Although mine did have my name uh, nice and stylized on it, so that would be nice. <laughs> and then the last two rounds looking for just anything notable. Nice, okay. All right, you can send in Talon. Cool. <clears throat> All right, let's do this. Talon, your final memory is helping deal a final blow to the succubus before yeah. being turned right side down as an arsenal of weapons and other blunt objects fell from the ceiling onto you. Yeah, I stuffed them all in my monk pants. <laughs> <laughs> your unstable body begins to bleed out. Looks like you'll be spending your first minute making death-saving throws. Can I, so, can I take a short rest? <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm not going to make you spend all six rounds saving yourself. You can choose to do less, but any ones you skip are automatic fails. No, I'll take all six. Alright, so all six are going to be saving rolls. So after you're either alive or dead yep what are you gonna do then sherlock was the last one before me right yep so i'll look for sherlock remember that once you're stabilized you're not awake yet so this is only if somehow you're awake by turn six uh you know what just make this easy <laughs> six rolls <laughs> and then look for sherlock so four look for sherlock's okay we're all set you can send in thaddeus all right Scraped and bruised from your unarmored tumble out of the train, you get to your feet and stretch your arms, cracking your back side to side. You also do a quick head swivel and see nothing but a barren wasteland. The only defining thing noticeable is the scattered line of adventuring gear leading and disappearing behind a hill. The last thing you remember is falling out of the car while Sherlock, Talon, and the succubus remained engaged. The car and your friends are not in view. So Thaddeus, what would you like to do in your first minute? Uh, my first minute, I guess I'll try and look for my gear. 
I'll... So you want to specifically try to find something? So trying to find a specific thing will be obviously tougher. You're not guaranteed to find it on the first roll. Okay. So you could hypothetically say, I look for my gloves, you know, three times, hoping one of those three times you find it. So I guess I want my... Oh, man, I, I don't have anything. So... Yeah, you have nothing. And then, um, you know, there's like half a mile of gear. There's a chance that it's nowhere near you at this point. Okay. Um, so I have ten turns. So let's see how I'm going to split this up. And I got to figure out... What would I do other than get my gear? Can I walk in a certain direction and yep. hope to find yep, them? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. There's like half a mile the other direction, the way you tumble down of stuff. Yeah. And then 50 feet in front of you is that hill where everything just goes over the hill. Okay, I'm going to spend one turn just finding anything. Okay, just rummaging. All right. Three turns looking for the gauntlets. Three turns looking for the massive greatsword. And so, okay, if I'm looking for that, that means I'm going back the way we came. It's just as likely it's behind you as it is in front of you. Okay, uh, I'll move back, like, uh, along the, the road okay. of um, stuff. So each uh, time? Yeah. All right, perfect. I don't know. I can't think of what else to do. So I guess, can I then can I switch to adding two more to looking for the gauntlets and one more to looking for the greatsword? Yep. All right, that, that's perfect. That was easy. You can send it as ear. Okay. Ooh, doesn't look good, Azir. I rolled a 17 and a 3. All right. All right. Do I need to look at my character sheet at all? This is going to be very interesting. Role playing? Role players? Azir, rendered helpless by the succubus's claw as you all clashed in a cramped corner of the carriage. At some point in time, your body was launched out of the vessel, landing hard on your back and the sun shining through your eyelids. Your final brief moment of waning consciousness was of a gigantic silhouetted blot moving in front of the sun before everything went to black. All you know right now is that you're actually stable and don't need to be making any death-saving throws. That said, you'll be spending the first minute enjoying being KO'd. All right. You're currently knocked out, and that's how you're spending your first 10 turns. Knock turns. the fuck out. Get the other guys? Yep. Hey, jumps. All right, first things first. I'm the realist. <laughs> <laughs> Sherlock and Talon... You are right next to each other. Aww. Yay! <laughs> Sherlock and Talon, one of you make a saving throw, one of you make a stabilizing throw. That's right, buddy. Which Sher- is which? Sher- Sherlock was trying to stabilize you the whole time. Oh, no! <laughs> no! I got a 15. I rolled an 8. They both All right, so oh, one saving throw for Talon, but no pass medicine check. While this happens, Thaddeus is just moving back and rummaging. So you're rummaging for anything. <laughs> you selfish <laughs> <laughs> I need my shit, okay? So, I want you to roll two d20s, make a perception plus investigation check. Where is my sca- Oh, it's negative round. one. Yes. <laughs> uh, uh, wow. Both 12s. Uh, 24. All right, 24. Uh, uh, you minus 23. 23. 23, all right. Plus round one is 24. So, 24. Oh, that's a shame. You're one off. All right. So, you <laughs> find a big pile of poop. <laughs> You rummage and get something. 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 Rummaging around, you find... Something. Ooh, a spell scroll. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be a cantrip spell scroll. So let's find out what that is, actually. Let's find can- out what it is. For canned goods. <laughs> God, are you, you're a paladin, right? There are no paladin cantrips? No, I only use spells. Oh my god, this is useless to you then. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what I'm like, what am I going to do with spells? There are no paladin cantrips. Um, then I guess you should give this to someone else. Yeah, but so you use a scroll to cast it, this? If it's in your spell list, you can read it, otherwise it's indecipherable. So, wow. Uh, 
Thaddeus, you pick up a spell scroll. It is complete gibberish to you. <laughs> so you, you tuck that in your pocket and you move back 30 feet as we go back to Talon and Sherlock. Go for it again. Saving throw. Yeah. 15, baby. Five. All right, so you have a death saving, but it doesn't actually matter because someone, your guardian angel, was out looking for you. Oh, Sherlock. No. Sherlock. Thaddeus is moving back and trying to find his gauntlets. <laughs> <laughs> so, same thing. Do we have perception plus investigation check? Uh, oh. <laughs> uh, 12, 11. Uh, would you actually, I need to see what the dice are. Uh, 9 would, to 3. You, you do not find anything at all. He sees his gauntlets and then accidentally kicks them and they go <laughs> flying. All right, round three. Sherlock was going to stabilize again. It doesn't matter. Talon was going to save again. It doesn't matter. He is stabilized. Thaddeus is still trying to find his gauntlets. <laughs> Moving back 30 feet. Roll again for them. Don't you have a healing spell? Oh my gosh. Uh, I don't have a healing spell. Uh, 11, 10. So I got a 6 and a 5. And you find nothing. Oh my god, no. All right. <clears throat> Round four. All of your goddamn actions searching <laughs> yes! for shit. You I'm a selfish bastard. Round four. Sherlock didn't have the patience to make sure you were truly alive and, da- <laughs> and dashes to the car. <laughs> Talon's making uh, futile saving throws. That's fine. Sherlock is now 50 feet. He dashed 50 feet to the you base. Three. <laughs> to the base of the, uh, the car. Thaddeus, try to find a gauntlet again, moving back 30 feet. I I figured I'd be able to get it Fair in three. Uh, 20, uh, 15 and a 5 minus 1, so oh, 19 but total. You, you rolled another 5? No, you don't find anything. Round 5, Talon makes a futile saving throw. Sherlock tries to find his magnifying glass. Here we go, baby. <laughs> oh, uh, <laughs> Roll a perception and investigation check. Both of them? Yep, at the same time. You're adding them together, so I need oh. the final total, but I need to know what both dice rolls are. Jesus Christ. So don't even bother. Um, I rolled a 5 and a 3. <laughs> all right. <laughs> You go around and go, let me use my magnifying glass and realize you're literally looking through nothing trying to find your magnifying glass. <laughs> Thaddeus, giving up on your great swords, taking a new dice, I see. These ones are cursed. Uh, sorry, giving up on your gauntlets, rather. You're looking for your great sword now. Moving back, moving back 30 feet again. You try to find a great sword. I hope you do find it because you can't pick it up at this point. <laughs> a 20 and a 10. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> So, uh, but, but a 20 and 10, but it's 29, isn't it? Because it's, it's minus one? Yeah. So it's yes. not a 30. No, it's not a 30. Okay. So while trying to find your great sword... Um, I'm suspicious of his ear right now. Yeah, he hasn't done it. That's right. While trying to find your great sword, you think you see something useful. Wait. Wait, it was a magic great sword? Yeah, it was called Massive. This is really weird. You don't find your greatsword, but you do find a greatsword. <laughs> um, so you do have a greatsword, which is 2d6 slashing. It's still two-handed. This does 2d6 slashing. What did your super uh, great one do? So in perfect thematic uh, reasoning, you think you see your greatsword. You just see a greatsword. You can take it if you'd like. You cry a little. Yeah, I'll take it. Okay, so you now have a lesser greatsword. <laughs> All right, Sherlock, round six. You're looking for your magnifying glass again. Here we go, baby. There we go. 16 plus 13. Uh, it's investigation and perception. Yep. Plus 9, so that's 38. Nice. <gasps> you think you see a little reflective item. You look down and take out... Oh, it's one of those, like, navigator scopes. No. And you go, dang it, and you look through it. And there's a magnifying glass! Yes! <laughs> <laughs> you're so excited, you just toss that stupid navigator spyglass out the window. You're grabbing magnifying glass. You're so happy. You're yes. kissing it. You're licking it. I'm licking then it. Then you find out the spyglass is the spyglass of infinite sight. <laughs> I can see invisible this people. Thing. Yeah, well done. You have found your magnifying glass. Huzzah! Talon was trying to save himself still. 
Uh, Thaddeus, you're trying to find your greatsword again, so go ahead and search again. Uh, 16 plus 14, so 30. 30 again. Minus one. Minus one, no. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'll get me and I will. I find another greatsword. Can I have two (laughs) greatswords? I'm four-handed now. Goro. 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 Yeah. Almost had it. (laughs) We didn't meet a Goro joke this season. (laughs) I like how that laugh crescendoed. You find a short sword if you would like to pick that up. 1d6 piercing, finesse, and light. It's a short great Can he hold both of <laughs> sure. I'll take that. You're going to be like holding... I'll stick it in myself and that's where I'll hold it. <laughs> yeah, you have this giant sword that needs to be held two-handed and then this other light sword, so I guess you're holding your teeth. Or can I put the hilts together? Is my, are my hands big enough? No, it's fine. It's just going to look... As a super great sword. Yeah, it's, it's going to look like when batters, you know, swing in the batter's box. So, walking in a desert is a naked half-orc holding two swords. Or three swords. And uh, (laughs) next round we'll find if he finds a third sword. Hey, what's going on, guys? This is your friendly neighborhood sorcerer monk, Talon, a.k.a. Rob. Thank you so much for all the love and feedback you've been giving us. One of the biggest requests we've gotten is to add video to our show, so I'd like to officially announce our spinoff show called Roll to Hit Adventures. We're teaming up with a fantastic DM named Tim, who will be leading us through official Dungeons and Dragons Adventures League campaigns. You'll get to see many of the faces behind the voices you've already grown to love, as well as some new ones as we set off on new quests with all new characters. You can find this new series on YouTube by searching for The Commentist. We'll also be doing the show live once a month, so be sure to subscribe to our channel and join in on the fun. Once again, thank you so much for listening, and now, back to the show. Sherlock, with your magnifying glass, I think you now get a proficiency because you're using magnifying glass? No. No, yeah, I, I thought... made up the magnifying glass. <laughs> I don't think that's a real item. You proficiency in thieves tools? I uh, I believe so. Is... Then that lets you add your proficiency when you're using it. Is magnifying glass a thieves tool? Oh, I don't know. I don't think it is. Well, then you piece of shit. I've been giving you bonuses for that. For... <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I thought I've been... Oh, maybe I thought you were. You were adding no, no. through to it. Okay. I, I, DM's discretion. It's just a little bit of flair, you know? A little bit, little bit of licorice for the ladies. <laughs> but magnifying glass has to do something, right? <laughs> you were looking for a hand crossbow. Yes, I, I looked for the perfect amount of times. Hand yeah. crossbow, baby! Got there we it. go. Wow. That's a 34 plus 9, so that's 43. Ooh, 43. <clears throat> that's going to get you to the back room where all the good Chuck E. Cheese prizes are. <laughs> yeah, Sean. Don't you wish you had a plus 9? Yes. Thaddeus? I do. Instead of a negative one. (laughs) So while looking for your crossbow, in the back of your mind you go, ah, you feel like you've seen something interesting. I'll tell you now that if you keep on foraging, you will definitely find your crossbow on this turn. You can investigate it or not and just take your crossbow. I'll investigate it. All right. Looking for a crossbow, you think you see something related to crossbows. You instead find an arrow of slaying, which is magic ammunition. Run an arcana check to know exactly what it does. Oh, yeah. Uh, 21. So an arrow of slaying is a magic type of weapon. Some are more focused than others. For example, there are arrows of dragon slaying, arrows of blue dragon slaying. So you don't know what arrow it is yet. Mm -hmm. You can certainly find its properties later. Um, If a creature belonging to the type, race, or group associated with the arrow of slaying takes damage from the arrow, which you can fire from your crossbow if you find it, (laughs) the creature must make a DC 17 constitution saving throw or take an extra 6d10 piercing damage (laughs) on a failed save or half as much on a successful one. Once it deals its damage, it becomes non-magical. But you do have this one-shot crazy arrow. Okay. That once you find out what it does, could be a very interesting plot device <laughs> that the DM now has to add in somewhere. <laughs> so take that arrow of slaying, put it 
Inside me? Yes. <laughs> you slay yourself. Hope it's not a gnome arrow. <laughs> <Damn it. laughs> um, so that's what you found while trying to find your crossbow. I'm into it. <laughs> if I don't find my crossbow, though, I'm just going to be running around with the arrow. Stop, stop, stop. I trip and Is stab this for you? Is this for you? I trip and stab like a, a snail, and then it just like loses its magical properties. <laughs> Sounds like an adventure time for some reason. <laughs> so Thaddeus, still looking for his great sword, because Alan is unconscious. 14 plus 9. So that's what? 23. 23. <laughs> Minus 1. 22. You do not find any swords this round. But you are moving back. Thaddeus has been moving back every single turn. He wasn't moving towards the trail. He was moving back, which is one of the most selfless acts, actually, because he just located Azir in the middle of nowhere. Because Azir fell out way before all of you guys. And no one was set to save him until Thaddeus decided to try to find his <laughs> weapons. Thaddeus' lust for his own materialism <laughs> actually found a knocked-out Azir. He found the greatest treasure of <laughs> Friendship. Very surprisingly, when you go over there, as the paladin, you go over there, you check on Azir. Azir is actually already, I, already stabilized. He's like, yeah. yeah, he, he's Goes, he, he goes, oh my goodness, he lifts up his ear. No great sword there, puts him back down. Keep going. Yes, so uh, Thaddeus and Azir are now together in the middle of nowhere, though. So, turn eight, you're still looking for your hand crossbow. Yes, that's going to be enough. I rolled a 24 plus nine, so 33. Hopefully, that's enough. You find a hand crossbow. Da, 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 da. You investigate it, it's not your personalized one, Boo. but let's be honest, how, how the hell were you going to find your personalized hand crossbow in the sea of hand crossbows? In a fantastical game <laughs> full of magic and gnomes. <laughs> um, so you have a hand crossbow, you have an arrow of slaying. Were there any bolts with the crossbow? That's a good question. A no single bolts. bolt? <laughs> yes, just let's say the quiver was 20 arrows. Okay, thank you. So Thaddeus... Having found Azir, but Azir being stabilized, you can uh, keep tabs on him while you try to find your gauntlets. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, nine and eight. So 17 minus one, 16. Oh, but you want to find your gauntlets, though. So you're looking for gloves, pretty much. Yeah. Um, no, you find nothing glove or hand-related in your foraging. So Sherlock, who was content in finding those items and rolled magnificently, he found everything he needed, just wants to rummage now. 26 plus nine is 35. And this is the first time you've rummaged, right? Yes. Third open, okay. So, in your rummaging for anything of any interest... I found another crossbow! <laughs> well, looking for anything, you pick up this weird-looking potion that's yellow, streaked with black and swirls, and you go, I know what this is. This is a potion of speed. <laughs> when you drink this potion, you gain the effect of the haste spell for one minute. I know what you're asking. What's the haste spell? Well, you should really know this, but I'll tell you anyway. <laughs> Just for the listeners, not for me. The haste spell uh, works on you only. Your speed is doubled, and you gain a plus two to AC. You have advantage on dexterity saving throws, and you have an additional action on each of your turn. Whoa. Whoa. However, that action can only be used to take the attack, dash, disengage, hide, or use an object. Yeah, only. What, what kind of stupid only? So I can attack three <laughs> with three crossbow shots. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you can't cast a spell, which makes sense because you can never cast two spells on this same turn, unless the other one's a cantrip as a bonus action. When the spell ends, ooh, when the spell ends, the target can't move or take actions after its next turn as the wave of lethargy sweeps over it. <laughs> so it's like bonk in TF2, and the listeners will know what that is. These nerds won't. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> so Talon, had he been awake, would have been looking for Sherlock this whole time. Oh, <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> um, which would have required either you to give him a potion or him to roll a 20. Um, I was going to come find you. Yeah. <laughs> Even though it would have been very easy. <laughs> Unless you woke up too late and he was already in the, he was already in the <laughs> yeah. thing rummaging around. And you're like, oh no, the succubus is alive still in the uh, car. Better blow it up. <laughs> yeah, attack first. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, it's Nero's son, of course. <laughs> Thaddeus, roll for your gauntlets. Come on, I want you to find something. Nope. Wow. Three and twelve. No, you find absolutely nothing. Oh my gosh. God, the rolls have been way worse. This is the final six seconds of the minute. I know it feels like it's been longer, but it hasn't, guys. It's well, been every six seconds. There are a lot of hand gestures that went through that. Sherlock, rummage one last time. Here we go, baby. Oh, oh Jesus. Well, that's a 11 plus 9. Uh, yes, you are going to pull something. Crossbow? Out of your ass. The carol slate? Yes. <laughs> Whoops. That's not a quiver. <laughs> oh, that's funny. 57. That is the exact same number I rolled for Thaddeus's cantrip was 57. Yes, it was. I rolled the same number twice. <laughs> um, so, rummaging through, you find a spell scroll of a cantrip, which I assume you will be able to read. <laughs> uh, oh, no, rogues do- don't have any things. Oh, my I'm God. Jesus Christ. So, you find a spell scroll. You go, interesting. Take your magnifying glass. Interesting. It's complete gibberish to you. You cannot read scrolls. But when I give it to someone else, I'm going to pretend that I know it. <laughs> <laughs> now that we are out of this one-minute thing... But I did enjoy the tense moment of trying to figure out whether or not you guys would be alive. Because <laughs> um, yeah. as I try to hint, the more you rummaged, the better you did. I was giving you bonuses the more times you rummaged. So you should, you're saying we should be greedy for me. Yeah. I was saying that being greedy has its benefits. You just ran the risk of killing your friends. <laughs> <laughs> we can start with Thaddeus and Azir. Thaddeus, you have found a couple items, two weapons and a scroll. And also, more importantly, Azir, who is unconscious but stable. You're not with these two, so what would you like to do? First, I want to heal Azir, but, um... Oh, okay, so I... Yeah, I must have used this somewhat. Oh, it should also go up. As long as you have, as long as you have one, right? It's all it takes. Yeah, yeah. So I, I use one, and he's alive. Azir, you are awake. Okay. With one HP. All right. Hey, that is. Hello, Azir. <laughs> what? Hello. Where is everybody? Where's the uh, Where's the train? <laughs> You're not curious why I'm naked? <laughs> I you already knew that. Yeah. I knew you were naked. At this point, he can't imagine with clothes on. I mean, that is has been flexing his pecs the entire time. Uh, where is everybody, Thaddeus? I think they're uh, further down the way. I think maybe you were the first one to fall out because when I came, everybody else was still in the train. Okay. Uh, should we try to go track them down? That sounds like a good plan. All right. So you're gonna slowly move three hundred fifty feet. Towards uh, the hill. I have I have all my gear. Yeah, your gear is fine. You can lose anything. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, Thaddeus, you want to um, maybe find some clothes while we we're walking? Uh, wait, but didn't you give gear to Thaddeus? I gave, I gave javelins, javelins to oh, Sherlock Holmes. No one had a, the quarterstaff. Quarter right? That was his. Okay, so you still have the quarterstaff. Oh, uh, that's a good point. Yeah, hypothetically, because it was on you, and anything you were carrying on your person, oh, you so still I have the javelin. Okay. Yeah, if you if you had that, you can still have the javelin. Yeah, I guess I, I'll rummage through see if there's any kind of uh, clothing or some kind of material. And are you going to rummage? Or are you going to follow Azir, uh, trying to find the other guys? Uh, I'm going <laughs> to rummage first. <laughs> okay. 
You can go ahead and rummage. You go ahead with your one HP. <laughs> uh, same thing as the last time, or yep. different? You're, uh, you you want to find clothing specifically? You want to find something wearable? Yeah. You're going to roll okay. like a 40. Uh, 18 and a 1, so 19. <laughs> no, you find absolutely nothing. Because uh, ba- basically, basically your perception or your investigation was so poor, you found nothing. Oh, that's man. the reason the dice matter. So that's going to be you guys, if you guys are together. Let's go back to Talon and Sherlock. Sherlock, you noticed that uh, inside the bus area, um, basically when you walked in, you made your way down the dusty, dirty hill. You approached the shambles of the once great Faerun car, like the back end which was blown off from Jane Allen's explosion. It's completely peeled back and now exists as your only entrance in the carriage. So inside of there was the, all the stolen goods. You imagine there are almost as many stolen goods in there as there were outside. One of the more unique things you came across as you finished rummaging through was the succubus's wing. It looks like it was kind of torn off at some point. The wing is heavier and more rigid than one would expect for flight, but uh, the maze of veins viewable by holding up to the light have quickly become coagulated and hard. The sharp spiked edges look more like bone than nails. It's clear where the wing was torn, but there is no leaking blood. How, how big is it? Um, it's about the size of you. Um, is there anything else notable in the... Uh, you can rummage again if you'd like. I think first. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to run back outside. I'm going to run as far as I can to get close to Talon and rummage outside. Okay. Do you have proficiency in acrobatics for any reason? Uh, no. <clears throat> run a perception check. Eight. Um, all right. When you're rummaging through, you grab the wrong, like, Jenga piece, and the cart kind of rumbles slightly. Like, as you brace for the pile to fall down, uh, nope, that's actually not true at all. You stand up motionless, trying to decipher what you just felt. There it is again. (laughs) It's a rumbling, but not like a grinding quake, like a slow stirring. Suddenly, you get that sinking feeling. That's not a metaphor. I mean, literally, you feel like you're sinking. What do you do? Sinking as in the... Do I know the cart sinking or me sinking? All you, this is a split decision. So basically, all you know is that you are moving vertically in relation to three dimensions. Okay. I'm going to do a, a, some, some backflips out. All right. So roll a dex check. I'm going to tell you right now, you're going to have advantage on this if you drop all your stuff. Fuck no. Okay. <laughs> Roll the dex check. Ooh. Oh. Uh, Twelve. <laughs> Twelve. All right. You trip over the amusement park of junk you've thrown around inside the car and fall flat on your face right on top of a... Succubus. <laughs> Falls right into my mouth. Oh, you fall right on top of a, a small conch shell covered in black crystal. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> what? <laughs> Training your neck up, grimacing over like the conch mark in your head now. You start clawing at the train's floor to get out before you're sucked into the ground or something. Unable to look behind you as you try your best to get out, the rumbling you once felt has turned into rumbling you can hear has turned into a nightmarish, rusty scratching sound, skittering smacks and sizzles behind it, your legs kicking as you slip on the cart's surface. You suddenly feel like you've kicked a squishy shell and regained enough footing to propel yourselves outwards. Turning around, you see the horror unfold as from the outside in, the cart dissolves into the ground. Let's go back to Thaddeus and Izir, who have heard noise off in the distance. Yeah. Say, say, what the heck was that? Yeah, Thaddeus is just balls deep in loot, just <laughs> <laughs> looking for stuff. Um, huh? I should have told you that if you wanted to, but you could have looked for money as well if you wanted. But uh... <laughs> Well, I'm always looking for money, right? Right. You have a passive, oh, passive money. Passive. Natural 20 passive perception of money. <laughs> um, I mean, do you have any idea what that was? I don't you know. You were 350 but... feet away from the hill 
and you heard it. I mean, it was pretty loud, this like yeah. sizzling, crunching sound. So you're going to have to book it now if you want to get there in time. Yeah, I think we need to go check out what that was since our friends are missing. And by the way, can you heal me for more than one hit point, you okay. stingy bastard? <laughs> uh, so I will heal him for... Two hit points. Um, <laughs> um, because this set. For 13. All right, if you heal him, you guys aren't be able to run on this turn. Okay, so you, that was an, an additional 13? Yeah. Oh, wow. Uh, I'm at 14 hit points. Oh, perfect, okay. Yeah, maybe you should have rummaged for a potion of healing. <laughs> all right, let's go back to Sherlock, who is uh, outside of the train. This is just a second ago, which is all on the ground. You can do whatever you want. I mean, there's still stuff behind you. Talon is 50 feet behind you, still on that ledge. I'm going to run over to Talon and then rummage around Talon. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go ahead and uh, rummage then. It's fine. 24 plus 9, 33. Oh. What? What? <laughs> the conch shell! <laughs> Another spell scroll. <laughs> Sheesh. Uh, you rummage around. Talon is literally sitting on this. It's like the syrupy liquid. It looks like liquefied iron. Um, this is rare, though. Make an arcana check. This is rare. Very rare. Yeah, so... <laughs> 19. All right, you know what this is. You go, my God, God, are you kidding me, Talon? This is a potion of invulnerability. (laughs) For one minute when you drink this potion, you have resistance to all damage. So basically all damage is halved to you, which with your other thing, your uh, cunning action, that basically quarters all your damage, right? Sick. So remember, it's consumable. So you drink it once. Plus it's kind of syrupy, and I I don't know if you like syrup. <laughs> Can I hold on to all these things? It's a pain in the ass. You're basically you're not going to be able to. He's going to have to. That's what I was, juggle I was just thinking about putting the potion of haste in in the monk pants. <laughs> I'll wake up with these potions <laughs> in my pants. That was like I'm, you, I'm holding on to that one. <laughs> all right, this is a throwback to all you cool cats out there. Do you guys remember the, all that sketch with Keenan with Keenan Thompson who had a, had the pants with everything? Yeah. Anyone? Yeah, that's what this yeah. is. <laughs> <laughs> Keenan Thompson, please come on our show. Um, (laughs) (laughs) All right, so as you guys are healing, you guys are rummaging. Talon is unconsciousing. Sherlock, you know that scene in SpongeBob with the anchovies and Mr. Krabs? Oh my god. You go, oh, a metal smell that smells metally. (laughs) Rust monsters. What? Rust Monsters! Next time on Roll to Hit. You can describe the scene, or Talon can also take a look around Rust and see what's going on. Rust Monsters! Rust Monsters! There's a lot of stuff down those pants, Paul. Oh, Jesus. Thaddeus and Azir were running when they noticed their two friends seemed to be perfectly fine playing in garbage. Get their goddamn mouths off my magnifying glass. <laughs> there is nothing distinguishable about this area. A monotone clay motif is your entire surrounding. He, he can't pierce these cheeks. <laughs> As an action, can I just yell out? Guys, just get away from the line of metal. <laughs> Let's not forget it was yesterday you fought the brown mold. Sherlock, what the F? <laughs> and I say, Rust Monsters! <laughs> I mean, what is your current plan? Your Sleep. rations need rationing, you need water, and you need a safe place to sleep. <laughs> Insert sound clip of David explaining what Rust Monsters are. <laughs> I hope that we're about to die and Grotto runs in with Thaddeus' gauntlets and the curse. <laughs> Sherlock kind of kicks his feet up. Take it easy, guys. I'm sure nothing will go wrong. Hey, this is Paul from Roll to Hit, also known as Sherlock Gnomes. Uh, you can check out a lot of other great podcasts at thecommentist.com. That's the podcast network that Roll to Hit is a part of. You can also find us on iTunes and Stitcher. You can find all of our podcasts. So, uh, yeah, please check those out. And uh, thank you. Make sure to subscribe and leave us a comment. And I love you.
Yeah. Or, let's be honest, or I could just cheese. So the fairy fire is probably going to clip through the ceiling. And <laughs> hey, there's a person there. ID no clip. And the legs, the legs come through and we're just walking. <laughs>